Telltale, Dakota Folk Life and Stories is a collection of narratives describing the shared personal experiences and lore of life on the North Dakota Plains. From stories of blizzards, to the man who climbed to the top of a windmill to play his accordion, to the fate of Poker Jim, they originate from and are shaped by interviews with senior citizens, many of whom are in elder care facilities. Many North Dakotans have stories about the epic blizzards they've lived through, but blizzards came only so often. While the challenge of staying warm was a day-to-day -day battle during the long, frigid winters, desperate cold brings desperate actions. There was a guy from the town of Warwick. He'd bought a new Cadillac. He ended up burning the seat covers to keep from freezing to death. People stayed warm in many creative ways, but often it was accomplished by practical means, which meant just dressing well. We dressed warm. <laughs> there was, however, a sense of fashion, which at times conflicted some of the young women. Sears and Roebuck catalogs were the source of a particular type of thigh-high brown cotton socks held up with garters, which to this day elicit strong memories of how they looked. Well, yeah, many things too good-looking. They're ugly. There was always this amount of girls that didn't have to wear them, you know. So we didn't want to have to wear them either, so you'd roll them down so they wouldn't see them so much. That's right, that's right. I hit them. Oh, you hit them? I took them off and hit them. <laughs> Getting to school in that cold winter weather was often a challenge. Many students walked for several miles, but in extreme cold, farmer fathers developed sort of a community bus system using sleighs or stone boats a type of low-profile sled with timber runners. My dad would start out, we lived about two and a half miles from school. Yeah. And then we stopped all the way along and picked people up on the way to school. Blankets were piled high, and sometimes heated bricks were used to keep feet warm. The children wore what they called snow suits. They were uh, a pants maybe made with taffeta or cotton or something and they said on you hooked them over your shoulder and then you wore jackets on it that was your snowsuit plus you always had something on your head but there was fun to be had during the winter you played outside and play they did one favorite winter game was fox and goose fox and goose was an elaborate game of tag involving a circle with crossing lines sort of like a pie. Like a pie, yeah. yeah. It was a game played in the winter after the snow the fell. The first snow we got in the year, you know, it'd probably be that deep. And they'd make a circle and then he'd stay stay within the border of that, you know, and play tag. Try to catch them and then they had certain areas where that circle went right to the middle. And if you got on that one, they put it, you were in free. Bundling up this way brought yet another fashion judgment. No man wanted to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that age, we weren't worried about the men looking. <laughs> Why not? Sledding, of course, was another activity they all participated in, although one gentleman shared the unique approach they had using grain shovels. Yeah, those grain shovels made a nice sled. It was almost as if they'd found a better purpose for those shovels, 
as if they were made for sledding. Oh, you fit your hind end fits in there pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) They'd climb the snowbanks to the top of the barn, sit down in the grain shovel, use the handle to steer with their feet sticking out front, and launch themselves off the roof. The the barns were always, the snow was always up to the top, you know, always made for you. So you had to use it. Yeah, and uh, golly, that was fun. Ice fishing was a great winter sport, as well as swapping stories about special fishing techniques. They'd chop a hole in the ice and they'd sprinkle some peas around the hole and the fish come up to take a pea, they'd hit him in the head. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that one. No, I, I, I... And were those stories about kids sticking their tongues on frozen pipes true? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was Stuff ones on the, that were outside, like a pipe that you, they'd stick their tongue on. And that's oh, oh, yeah, your tongue oh, stuck there. Oh, everybody oh, did oh, that. Oh, yeah, you, your tongue oh, was you had to. Yeah, you just had to experience that. <laughs> and your tongue yes. stuck there until it warmed up enough. Oh. Yeah. Are you telling me you did that? I did it, yeah. See, I thought you were a pretty smart fella. Well, <laughs> I'm not no genius. <laughs> in the end, they all agreed that staying warm in the winter was both a chore and a sport that provided a sense of pride in being able to survive it and sometimes even enjoy it. Well, you one thing about it, you were darn glad when spring came. Yeah. yeah. I liked it because it kept the riffraff out. Yeah. <laughs> Produced in partnership with the Lutheran Home of the Good Shepherd in New Rockford, North Dakota, and Dakota Legacy. This project is supported in part by a grant from the North Dakota Council on the Arts, which receives funding from the North Dakota State Legislature and the National Endowment for the Arts.